0: Welcome, welcome, welcome. It's your boy Jay here today. I'm going to talk to you all about school shootings, a few things I think should be done with it, and also what's my take on the proper measures that states should take. Check it out. All right, so school shootings have been happening more rapidly lately. And one thing I will say is um, it's interesting when you think about institutions and how we look at places. Um, growing up, a lot of the schools I attended had metal detectors. But, you know, that never prevented weapons from getting to the schools. And, you know, I've always been blessed to never have actually seen a weapon in school, but I've definitely, you know, no know, I've known that there's been many instances whether it's in while I was attending school, working in a school. Well yeah, there's definitely weapons in there. Um and it's interesting because if you think about the dynamics of how school climate is, <clears throat> um, it's really kind of colorless as far as like race and ethnicity and background. And especially since the Uvalde shooting, you know, I think that's really been the biggest one because it involved young children. But as far as shootings happening, they've been occurring even before Columbine. Um I've heard of stories where You know, my father or even like, you know, other people that grew up in like inner cities, you know, it wouldn't be common for, you know, the kids call it ops, right? The kids say the term ops, like that's my op now. But there would be a lot of times where if you had an op, you know, especially back in the 70s, 80s, you may go find them at school and, you know, catch them there which at the time was always revolved around, you know, gun violence or really more so drug and black, black violence. But now that it's been happening, you know, in other areas and, you know, just really unprovoked, you know, we're speaking more about it. And there's a lot of dynamics that factor into it. Um, I'm gonna talk about two solutions today. I think that should happen. Um, but before I get into solutions, um let me just say one thing that has been occurring more with school shootings now is access. Um it's it's easier to get a gun than it is to get a job. Let's let's be honest. If you think about regardless of your background, ethnicity, class, you can obtain a gun. You know, and I think that really is part of the problem, how easy it is to access. And I'm also not a person that I don't think that school shootings will stop just by preventing people from accessing guns legally. Because one thing I've noticed about markets, the black market is always booming. So if we cut it down on the value market, there's just going to be individuals on the black market selling more and more and more. And especially if there creates a more demand for it, that's inevitable. Now, part of the other issue, I think, is the popularity around guns. Um, Our culture, we basically make our tool or our pistol a part of us. And I think that plays a big role in deciding how and why we want guns. Um, Sometimes, you know, it's out of paranoia. Sometimes it's out of protection. Sometimes it's out of pistol wheeling. Sometimes it's out of persuasion. You know, other times it's just because you're cool, you like it. It's cool. It it makes you feel comfortable. Um, it's it's a lot of factors why people like guns. Now, I think we need to question the mental capacity of whether all people should have guns, and what type of guns are allowed to the public. I don't think that preventing guns in America. That's, I mean, we look at Roe v. Wade. You see how that sparked the interest. Stopping guns and having people not having guns in this country is what's needed. Let's be honest. That's what we need. But with the state of this country, I don't know if that will ever happen. and I don't think it should ever really be a solution. Personally, Um, you think about the historical ramifications. um, Just think about this. We're in an age right now where we're essentially trying to prevent a race war, right? Well, let's say we take guns from the public and we give it only to the government. Well, now that we've done a thorough investigation of what happened at the Capitol on January 6th with those domestic terrorists, we now know that some of them were also parts of different parts of government. So that begs the question, if the public can't have guns, who will? And we all know that most people that are in government, you know, the country changed, has changed demographically, but government not so much. So I don't think just giving away guns and taking away from the public is the answer, because that's also a skewed perception. Because if you think about the public, yeah, you can take away guns, but government officials still have them. People that are military Um, probably police force, um, probably private security. Definitely. Anyone that has a permit and that needs it for their profession will probably still have it. Um, anyone that's trained will probably still have it. So we're still talking about a, not really a, a small portion of people that will lose access. Um, in, in retrospect, if you think about the average homeowner that has a gun, yeah, most of them are, is more so for protection, um. And it's really probably more so because persuasion. Someone's like, you probably need a gun. Get a gun, you know. But if we if we ban guns, like for the public, there's there's definitely going to be a uh, necessity for more government necessity, ne- more government personnel. Sorry, to have access to those guns. I mean, even if you think about a lot of people that have these big art. Armories and arsenals And they are skilled with them They're all military skilled So I don't think banning guns for the public Is going to be the answer Um, If anything It will just create more Deaths for the public Um, You'll have a lot of Undercover terrorists Domestic terrorists Racists that are government officials That are tied to the military That are tied to different police forces Or different institutions That have access to safety and uh, artillery that's going to always have that that will still get away with their crimes they will still have access to guns and then you will just take away the public or the average homeowner or family person to not protect their own so it it cuts into a really deep issue which we don't have a trust from our government if you look at other countries that have banned guns yeah of course, crime goes down because there's, there's, you take the gun out of the way. A lot of people don't want to go con- body to body with contact to, to kill someone. Guns make it a lot less personable. It makes it a lot quicker. And it also makes it a lot more threatening. Um, a knife, a, like trying to actually get up on someone to stab someone is very personable. Um, that's not the. Way America does it. We don't really kill with that way, I guess, in that sense. But I'm getting aside from the point. The Point is, when you think about guns and how it makes it easier for people to be threatening, to be violent, to be corrupt, and to essentially be unharmed, you know, or to be out of harm's way, because you're not immediately in close contact with a gun. So it's it's that factor that really. To builds a lot of Americans and their cult fashion for guns because it, it is sickening. If you think about how much we tote guns around this country, how much we think we need <clears throat> big artilleries, big armories, um, it, it also goes into the state of our fear and guilt in this country. If you think about why people want to protect themselves, it's because they're either afraid from something or they're preparing for something, either for some... Seizure of power or assets, because that's historically what weapons have been used for, or is to prevent death from their immediate family because they're in fear of some pending threat, whether it be from where many factors are external. And I think that's where we really see our issues with country, with our issues with guns. Now, going back to school shootings, is It's where we meet our juxtaposition, because one of the issues with America is our education. And not necessarily because people aren't educated. People are very educated in this country. But the problem is people are educated only in what they want to be. We are very ignorant to other educations in this country, which brings us to the issue with guns in schools. School is such an emotional, intimate place where individuals learn very rapidly quickly and sometimes you you can question whether or not what they're learning is a, is what you or someone should be learning you can always question that but the ultimate thing that is happening in schools is there is learning going there is growth but there's also um the ability to still be young and i think when you look at how life has rapidly changed for a young child or a young individual in this country, they are growing up faster than ever. And, you know, the youth, our our idea of youth in this country has always been skewed anyway, because we make um, individuals, you know, we, we, it's, it's a lot of unclear and very inconsistent issues with our youth development in this country we want to raise them to a point so we're 18 they're great adults but then we also kind of develop them late with certain things whether it's with education or it's whether it's with testing too early now in schools or it's with just stress management whether like you need to be this straight-age student you need to be this and that so we got a lot of factors and even up don't get me started the whole going toward college everything factor now um, we, we have a lot of issues where we, we don't have enough trades in school um, and we don't pride the average individual anymore. Um, a lot of what happens in schools now, schools don't allow average students to. How do I put it? Um, not necessarily thrive, but to be themselves. Um, every subject is about mastery. Everything is about being the best, being the best. and If you don't, well, you're done with. Um, and even with. When it comes to passing, failing it's such a pressure at stake to where it's as if a kid that failed didn't learn anything, you know, and, and there's no way to take it. Now, there still needs to be benchmarks, but I think we, we need to really look at what's the end goal and should we have an end goal? You know, that's the real question because learning is, is really never endless. But, you know, the, with school shootings, though, it takes away all of that. It takes away the vulnerability individuals have, whether it's with staff or students, parents as well, community leaders. Um, it takes away the safe net that where our society still still, thrives on innocence and still allows innocence to thrive. Um, what happened to you all day really shook a lot of individuals. Um, I mean, I think even if you didn't work in a school or didn't have kids, it shook you because you, you think about these individuals that lost their lives. And the different factors led to it that could have prevented it, you know. Um, And more importantly, I think sometimes it's loss and all this is like... Because we always paint the, the vigilantes or these criminals that are troubled, you know. And they commit these heinous acts. And, you know, ultimately, they have to live with that on their conscience. Or some, you know, just, you know, just with the name in vain and love the legacy, you know. But ultimately, you do then you have to think about like why someone would think this is an answer to anything you know like the fact that we're in a country where we have such freedoms to thrive and grow or to you know you call it rot or to be depleted you know this is what this person thinks and does you know and not only to themselves but also just to other to the youth you know this is what they think of the 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 growth of this country because you think about war you know the reason why I, the news headlines always talking about emphasizing women and children is because that's the vulnerability and ultimately that's the growth um if you think about how children are the future like it or not they are you know Now, I think there's two solutions to shootings in schools to prevent these. Um, I think the first should be we really need to provide more mental health services in schools and communities of all classes. Um, I think a lot of times, and especially with this situation, this this kid who did the act was 18. had some troubled issues i think and a lot of times now we want to give people the benefit of the doubt but instead of giving the benefit of the doubt we also need to check in and i think sometimes just kind of moving on to the next day kind of like not addressing these issues we're honing domestic terrorists right in, in our homes and i think as a as an educator and as a person that you know sees the youth a lot, you see when kids are you know a little, a little off. <laughs> uh, I think a lot of times, sometimes our radars catches it, and we we what we what we let our guard down is because it's, it's the youth. However, the youth are growing up so much faster now that we also have to catch when their development is. I'm going to skew a little bit um and not necessarily in the sense where they, all kids should be fit into a box i'm not going for that at all but we do need to check when kids are searching up guns searching up weapons knives, or just destruction at a young age i think it's one thing to be curious about it but it's another thing to be fascinated and more important it's another thing to want to deliver these acts um, if you look at a lot of the school shootings and the common no, commonality between all of them has been um, it hasn't been 100 percent now. But you take one out of every you say you get 10 of these shooters, put them in a row. There's a great chance that at least nine of them are going to have some background issues where they were troubled. They were little loners or they, they had trouble making friends in a sense. Um, they weren't social. Which this isn't the and all be all' a lot of kids like that, however, um I think it comes the issue when when the fascination of what these kids do have is with weapons or destruction or death um instead of like you know games or something that's at their age or adolescence. I think that's when there becomes a problem um so providing more mental services in schools and community centers are the issue other answer um we need to get either more grassroots organizations in there we need to provide more funding for public schools to have these resources? Because listen, kids in the hood don't have these resources, but kids in suburbia also don't have these resources. And that's the commonality as well. So we need to realize and check why are both of these demographics that may be similar and different in class, but very similar in mental health. We need to check those. We need to make sure that they have things provided for them. Um And I think Checking, starting in, even if it's in middle school, high school, we're able to catch students as they get access to these weapons. Um, Be honest, there there's an ability for kids as young as 12 to get a hold of a gun, whether it's in their home or in the black market or through a friend of a friend, a cousin, a family member or something. So we need to really check these as, at a young age, especially if we're going to criminalize certain youth for having weapons um we have 12 year old white kids that may be in the boy scouts and know how to use guns but then we have a 12 year old black kid that may get shot and killed like tamir rice for having that gun um so so we really need to like understand the mental capacity around that and kind of provide that zone where kids can thrive because what's happening is, is racism is reverting itself in that sense too because we have a lot of white males if, we, if we're being honest A lot of white identified males Who are committing these acts And because they're white males Unfortunately it's being unchecked um, I guarantee you these, If there was a bunch of black boys Or black males that were 18 year olds Shooting up schools AR-15s woo, man, We would have had a gun ban so quick But that's the issue With race in this country It turns itself on To us and until we realize that, it's just shit going to keep going on. You know, that's, that's, I hate to say it, but even like um, the shooting that happened on July 4th in Chicago, it was a white, white boy, it had issues, you know, but it was overlooked because they thought it was just trouble, even those motherfuckers had face tats. Listen, if you had a gunner or young thug out there shooting up school, I guarantee you, we're not going to be talking about, oh, they've been fine. So we really need to check ourselves with our own racism because it's turning itself on the country in itself. We continue to be racist. We continue to be colorists. We continue to be classes. And what happens over and over and over again? It hurts us. So first solution, make sure there's more mental health services in schools with these weapons. Um, second thing, I think, and you know, the Uvalde situation with the police kind of did bring up an issue um there needs to be you know oh well before we get to that community services um same services they need to be one in every community center or at least do outreach to different areas so that way there's at least mobile services that can kind of push in once a week or even just you know have sessions group sessions you know that that can catch something you know just sit, you know and more importantly like that that's the the so people this resources there that's the first step first step um second solution is ensuring that man i hate to say it uh pff, aware of the youth um there was a situation uh, uh this year in an urban area where it didn't get no media attention um but i know of it because i'm know of the field and whatnot A kid threatened to shoot up their school. Um, They did it over, I think, um, on social media platforms. But because this kid was friends with a lot of the peers at the school, basically the other peers at the school reported it. And some of them, um, quote unquote, pressed his ass out. Um, they, They essentially told him, yeah, you do that. We got something for you. Uh, we know where you live, we're going to call the cops, and he kind of jarred back a little bit with them, it was a male, so, white male, unfortunately, but, at the end, um, nothing happened, there was a, a threat with the school, the school kind of made sure the police was notified, the police did a thorough search of the home, the home, the threat actually was incredible, so, everything was normal, but, the kid did have to change schools, um, it did promote some, you know, more awareness in the school as well with it, but um, that situation was averted. Um, but I felt that community efforts still prevailed, um, and I think that was what needs to happen here. Um, even if you think about some of these issues that happen, in some of these like bigger schools and high schools, like, listen, if you're in high school or you know people that are in high school, and you know there's a guy, or, or I mean, I hate to say it, most times a guy. But sometimes, you know, not to be, I don't want to be gender neutral here, but, you know, it could be a girl or someone that may not identify as male or female. It could also be that as well. But overall, um, identify those people or more importantly, check in with them. Don't bully them. Don't be like, hey, what's your problem? No, be like, hey, how's it going? Because I guarantee you that if individuals know, there's a less likely chance they will commit those things. And I think, We need to really get back to community. A lot of these kids right now are isolated in these these screens. If you look at a lot of these shooters, a lot of them are under the age of 22, and most of them that you think about since 2000 have been in front of a screen, whether while they was in the womb, TV screen, when they were young, phone or tablet. Now that's all they're doing. So we need to get these kids out of screens and get them back and talking to each other appropriately, not bullying each other. Not doing the Twitter fingers, not talking about what somebody's wearing or, or how to dress, but just community effort. You know, I know it's not going to be 100%, but damn it. Kids need to know that this could happen, whether it's in their school or their peer schools or others. And I think they hold the power because if you bring guns into the school, you're giving a disadvantage to teachers. Because a lot of teachers, like, be honest, a lot of teachers are not all the way there. I don't know if you want to give people... Guns that may have some hidden biases, especially when a lot of them be white too, you know, um, and not just the rational white individuals, but a lot of them when they get that gun, it's not like that it get that power to the head, you know. Black person, I think they feel threatened, or you know, someone that's non-white feels threatened because they're like, "Oh, I got a gun," but they might think I'm 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 not white and I might get shot, you know. So it's it's a different level of fear with that too, um, but you know, you can't give. Even, but besides that, I, I don't think you want to give guns to teachers because I think that promotes violence in the school within. Because now you got kids that's gonna be at home telling their parents they fear for their lives and they don't like the teacher, so they are gonna carry the gun to school with them. You know, so now we got a standoff in the classroom when we' told be talking about g- g- uh, geometry, physics. Well, we, now we gotta talk about what my angle gonna be if I need to duck. See, that's thats that just take away all the schooling. Um, you know so ultimately kids it needs to be promoted. Um, a sidebar with that too I think limiting AR15s or just the assault rifles um, the, the 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 deadly ones the ones that keep happening in every fucking shooting take those off the market. I think if you limit those for the public, that's fine. We still got shotguns, handguns. We make our own guns anyway, we can deal with that. But take those off the market, I think that's just a big injustice. I wonder who's making money off these shootings, um, because it is still on the market. It seems like it's pretty common that it's the same gun, so I wonder who's buying all the guns or who's making the guns so they can buy it. But, you know, topic for another day, I think making sure that people know the right ways to use guns are important um, and I think it's needed start at home so both both solutions starting at home ultimately um, start with talking to your kids about you know what's going on in your schools knowing the community knowing the affairs um, ensuring that the public knows about what's happening and I think ultimately making sure that kids are health wise mentally um, we have a big promotion of kids to be fit, to be smart, and know all this stuff, but just check in on what their mental psyches are, um, you know, especially with they're always on the screen, not really talking outside their families, you know, that that can, that can, you know, anybody can go into that box, so we need to really check in on people, so, um, but yeah, that's my take on school shootings, I um, hope after this gets out here, there's no more, um, you know, it's it's uh, it's already an issue keeping people in the workforce, and that's feel. I don't think it's helping. Um, man, I don't think it's helping kids when that's wanting to skip school because you know why you wanna go to school if somebody gonna shoot it up, you know. But hey, this is Jay, I'll talk to y'all later. Peace, love, stay up.